in three, two, one. John, are we live? We are live, sir. What's going on, buddy? Not too much, my man. How are you today? I'm good. I missed you last week. Aw, shucks. I know. (laughs) Did you miss me while you were in uh, Punta Cana? I would love to say that I did, but, uh, you know, I thought of you because I know that you had been there, and we talked a little bit, I don't know. A little bit about what you had said about the good time you had had. So you were in conversation. Missing you might be going a little too far, but Shucks. I did think and speak highly of you. Well, I missed you in Las Vegas, buddy. Yeah? Not How the tables tr- treat you? Like <laughs> crap. Oh, no. <laughs> it, was, it was tough because I was there for, I, was, I got in on Friday, and my dad was at a medical conference. So mm-hmm. his conference ended Wednesday morning. Okay. So... It's difficult in Las Vegas to have a good run of gambling for five days straight. Oh, hell yeah. So day one was okay. Day two was good. And then three, four, five just went completely the other way. Yeah, yeah. So that that was tough. And the weather was rough. It was like 65 and cloudy the whole time. So you couldn't really go to a pool. That's that's not Vegas weather. The whole U.S. has kind of had funky weather. Wonky. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Even here, it's just been up and down, up and down. Yeah. Anywho, out there... It averaged 85. It was there was a cloud. I saw a cloud go by, but other than that, man, it was good. Well, yeah. they they have pretty much the same weather all year round, and then a little bit of a rainy season, I think. Yeah, but yeah, temperatures are kind of the same. We were at the tail end of the rainy season, so we got some good stuff. Yeah. Nice. Fun Any stuff. shout-outs before we get started? Because I think today's show is going to be a lot of fun, and I think yeah, it's going to go. Um, well, actually, uh, shout-outs will go along. With what we were just talking about, there have been, as everybody knows, uh, storms and tornadoes. And my shout out goes to the first responders because there are men and women who are risking their lives uh, every day trying to help people in bad situations. And they don't get the praise, uh, I think, that they should. And I just want to shout out to and, and neighbors. There's neighbors helping neighbors and doing what they can and, and good stuff deserves a shout out so that's it for my day well i got one and it's uh you know lawrence and i are doing a triathlon next weekend in alcatraz is that next weekend yeah i'm scared half to effing death it's uh i'm I'm doing a triathlon and we got to swim from alcatraz to shore Mm -hmm. and it's a mile and a half in the ocean i'm not a very good swimmer at these little t-rex arms that don't swim well (laughs) but uh the group that we're doing it for is an autism research uh group and I've just kind of been following what they're doing. They've been doing amazing work. And a big shout out to everybody who's been supportive and they donated. And Lawrence and I actually ended up being the two largest or the largest group of donations. So the two right. of us raised the most money. No kidding. So yeah, yeah. So we won. Got some VIP tickets to dinner that we're going to pass to the second highest person because we already have dinner plans that night. Oh, but, very uh, good. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who was kind enough to uh, to donate. I'll do my best not to drown. On <laughs> yeah. And but, uh, on that note, um, I might be looking for a new partner and <laughs> yeah. host and co-producer in the weeks to come. No, I think what swimming, you're doing. I've been swimming my butt off, so I think I'll... I'll, uh, I think I'll make it. Um, depends on how choppy it is that day. <laughs> but uh, I have a mile, 1.2 mile swim in Lake Zurich this weekend, actually, on Sunday. I've got to tune myself up for it. So I think what you and Lawrence are doing is fantastic. I, I tell you what, when you talked about the weight loss challenge, I was all in. You talked about this. I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's just not, not me, man. But good for you. I think it's great. 
Yeah, so I'm excited, and thank you again to everybody who donated. Some people donated way more than I ever expected them to, and we appreciate it. And we got some really nice notes from from the uh, company and the charity just thanking us for raising as much money as really? we did. So nice. I want to forward that thank you to everybody Very good. actually donated. Very good. Love it. Well, I'm excited to jump into our first guest. Uh, Kathy Ragner is the executive director for now 13 years, mm-hmm. correct? For 13 years of Sarah's Circle, which is a local Chicago charity. I'm going to let Kathy explain what Sarah's Circle is because I don't want to mess this up. It's incredibly important, and what you guys do is incredible. Well, thank you. Um, Sarah's Circle is the anchor agency in the city of Chicago providing services and ending homelessness for women who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. We run a full continuum of services, including the city's only daytime program that's open to any woman in the city and we have women from every zip code in the city we run uh, the the city's largest interim housing program for women a 50-bed program we have our own permanent housing for women that have a history of chronic homelessness and a disability and we are developing housing and through all of our programs we serve about 800 women every year and we look to end homelessness for over 100 women every year Wow, good for you guys. And you guys are breaking ground on a new building, correct? It is. That is, thank you. It is so exciting. Yes, it is so exciting. We are um, looking at about mid-June to start construction on a six-story building on the corner of Leland and Sheridan in the Uptown neighborhood. Wonderful, okay. So that's going to have 38 apartments for women that have a history of homelessness, and those are permanent studios. And it's going to have brand new space for the 50-bed program because currently we lease uh, space for the 50-bed program, so we're going to move it into our new building. Wonderful. And we are thrilled. We've gotten TIF funding. We had an unprecedented $14 million donation from a national foundation to help us build this building. Um, so we're, we're all set with the money, and, so, and we're working with Perkins and Will again. They were our architects for our yeah. first building. Mayor Brown is our uh, our legal team, and then Skender are our con- our contractors. So we got a great team. I was going to say you have quite the robust, strong we team of a folks. Wonderful team with us, yeah. Well, that's wonderful to hear, and uh, what an awesome step forward for you guys. Um, how did you get involved with them? Well, this is when um, I was telling John a little bit when I got here. This is a different career for me. I started out in banking. I was started out um, with the Northern Trust. Okay, and I was. Um, in commercial banking and then after my third child I was home for several years and then I got involved with a nonprofit uh, child welfare agency that was struggling and um, I joined as a volunteer we helped with their finances get it in good shape the uh, during that period the executive director had resigned we did hire a new executive director but she only stayed for um, actually a few weeks and then so I took the job and was there for about six years and then I left and um, uh, was home for about a year and then Sarah Circle had gone through a failed merger and they were looking for a new executive director so I joined as the executive director in 2006. Wonderful so long Mm -hmm. time since you you joined them and just looking at what you guys have been doing you guys have advanced so much in 13 years there's specific issues that affect, I, I suppose, and correct me if I'm wrong, I could be completely wrong, so step in and tell me, Mo, you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> um, that affect homeless women more so than men. What are some of those things that really kind of set that apart for women who are struggling with yes, homelessness? Yes, and 
The and I have when I say I have learned so much in the last 13 years about the complexity of women's homelessness, and that it's true. So so many women, at least at least one in five, are directly homeless because of violence from men, and it's usually a domestic violence situation at their home. Um, uh, but saying that, over 50% report violence, and it's typically from men, uh, and women women need different programming in terms of healing and supportive services that allows them to move on and regain housing stability. And a woman uh, who is homeless is far more susceptible to violence on the street than her male counterpart. Of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And you guys both do temporary and permanent housing, correct? We do. So we have uh, the drop-in center. And then the interim housing program, that's designed for a woman to come in. She has her own bed, her own storage area, and very comprehensive services. And our goal is to get her into permanent housing within about 120 days. Wow, it's very fast. Mm -hmm. So the staff do a good job, uh, assess why she's homeless and where we can help get her into uh, a a more permanent situation. And then we do have our own housing because there is a, a dire lack of affordable housing in the city, and it keeps dwindling getting worse and worse. It is getting worse. So we have our own housing, and the housing that we have is for women that have had a history of chronic homelessness, which includes a disability. And then we are, as I say, we're developing more housing. Well, that's wonderful for you guys. And I, I had read some of the things you guys had uh, written, and you said, you know, some of the uh, challenges are dealing with Chicago zoning and dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of the landscape of trying to get affordable housing and housing into different areas of Chicago. Have you guys found, obviously, with the great team you're working with, you, you've been able to get through those struggles? We, yes. Um, the going through the city's processes for permitting and zoning and then pulling the capital together to build housing is is a very arduous process. I mean, the the building that we're in now, we uh, made a decision as a board in 2008, we're going to develop a property, and then the wheels fell off with the economy, but we kind of kept at it, and we have eight layers of financing for the building that we're in now, and putting that all together has a lot of challenges. But um, the building we're in that we're developing now, it just has two layers, the TIF and then the donation. Sure. But it's still trying to pull the money together and then secure the property. Then while you go through the permitting and the zoning, it's an incredibly difficult process. I'm unfortunately all too familiar with it. Oh, I bet because you're in real estate. Real estate, real estate law. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see because the, the, the new mayor's um, one of her first actions of eliminating all dramatic privilege mm-hmm. This should be interesting to see how this changes the whole process. She said it during one of her first speeches. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big, big speaking point for her. I think that will have a huge impact. Now, we have to say we have been incredibly fortunate because we've had a very good relationship with our alderman. We're in the 46th Ward. That's James Kappelman, and he has gone to bat for us. He helped us secure the TIF money, um, helped us navigate those um, nuances with the neighbors, but a lot of agencies don't have that, and it really then restricts where you go for trying to put a new program in or to get housing. Sure. So this will be, I think this will be very interesting to see how this plays out with what the mayor's done. Absolutely. I'm sure your background in banking really helps as well. It did. I mean, the um, yes, I have a background in finance, so that really helped pull the different layers of financing together for the first one and to get the second one. And then the board, we had our board uh, 
strategic planning last night, and we're looking for our third building. Oh, wonderful. And the, the third building is going to be about 25 units, and we're going to focus on uh, women with a uh, history of domestic violence. Okay. Because that is such a huge need for the city. Specific area you're looking for, or is it more still well, close to uptown? Probably we want to stay in the north side okay. because it's it's easier to manage properties and programs when you stay pretty close, close by because we've had some housing down way down the south side or west side and it's just sending the case managers back and forth it's not very efficient okay and how can somebody like myself john or somebody listening get involved i know there's oh, different ways to donate many ways to get involved one um just visit our website we have just a we, Money's always good, so I'm sure everyone says money's always good, yeah. and that's right on the website, and the development team has that donate now, like on every single page. Um, but then we have a thriving young, young associates board, which is a very energetic group of, of young professionals that um, raise money and do some advocacy work for us. We have an impact board, and that's a group of more seasoned professionals that work on raising the issue of women's homelessness and also uh, doing events for us. That we have different committees that, um, like a finance committee, events committee, uh, that work on the governance and of the, of the agency, and then come to our events. Awesome. We have a walk every year. Is this will be, I think, our 29th year. It's about 300 people, about 350 people come, and we raise about 150 thousand dollars. Wow! It's at Truman College, and they do that peer-to-peer -peer fundraising, and okay. it's just taken off. And then the beer fest. So awesome. So when fest. is when's the walk and when's the beer fest? The beer fest is going to be October. I think it's the third okay. uh, Friday in October. It's Strate on our website. Strategically placed yes, where a, real, a lot of people drink yeah, beer. Yeah, a real fall thing. And then the walk is uh, the first Sunday in February. That's not Super Bowl Sunday Okay. at Truman College. Smart, smart too. Yeah. Very yeah. smart. Awesome. Um, John, we're going to have to kind of keep on top of that. I John likes to drink beer and... Oh, we oh. both like to walk. God. Yeah, like you don't. <laughs> yeah, we, we both do. But and that's then the walk incredible. is a stroll. I a mean, stroll. yeah, it's a it's a walk around um, uh, uptown, and then it, I love this this event because we have about fifty or sixty of the women that we serve join us for the walk, and you take about a mile walk, and then you stop about three or four times along the way, and you hear a woman's story. So, and, and it's meant for everybody, um, families, donors, the women, we have politicians that walk with us, neighbors. And so by the end of the walk, you kind of hear, why is a woman using Sarah Circle? Yeah. And I'm, we talked before the show, it was 18 to, you said you had somebody who was 92 recently. Man, last so any, year we had somebody 92. Any age. And do you find that a lot of the uh, women who've gone through the program and uh, you know, been helped by it, come back to help the program you know, out? that's a good question. Some, yes. Okay. Some women um, will, they've come to Sarah's Circle, and they might have been, had a history of abuse and neglect, and they're finding an incredible amount of support and encouragement, and this is their home, and they want to stay connected and help. For many women, though, this is the very low point in their life. And so it depends. For some women, they don't want to remember Sarah Circle. That we were there, maybe they were in our interim housing program, maybe they came to the drop-in program, the daytime program, but once they move on, they've moved on. Right. So it's, it's the whole spectrum. 
Okay. John had a question for me. He just wrote me a note. He said, what's the web address? I'm putting you on the spot in case you you don't know. No, I do. www.sarahs-circle.org. Very good. And it's... That's our that's our website, and it's got the beer fest, um, the walk, all the different ways you can help. We do a, a lot of we have about 200 volunteers every year, a lot of drives. So we we really uh, encourage and we thrive on the community support. Wonderful, and, w- and what a great cause to get behind. Homelessness in Chicago, it, it almost mm-hmm. seems silly to me that it it's still even homelessness in general seems silly to me that it even exists still mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't mm-hmm. people should be doing more to help it a- anything um anything you would hope to see done with homelessness in chicago in general i'm sure there's a lot you want to see done but it, it's a it's a cause that i know there's a lot of different organizations that are getting behind it trying to move it towards a better place but you know i've been a chicago resident or a business owner for now you know 12 13 years mm-hmm. and I hope to see the day when it goes away completely. Well, it's closer to it. I think we're getting, we have a ways to go, and there are communities that haven't ended homelessness. Um, Finland is the first one that's saying, okay, we can do this. And it's, they've built housing, they built affordable housing. And in the city, and I think in general, there's a few things. One, education and understanding the complexity of homelessness, and that for, people don't say at age 50 choose to be homeless right so really kind of understanding the complexity of it and knowing we need more affordable housing we keep dropping the units of affordable housing and it makes it when you drop that it makes the price of everything go up so we're seeing more women in our interim housing program we cannot find them apartments right yeah it's uh nobody chooses to be homeless is something that you know, I've heard in the past from some other uh, organizations I've worked with, and that s- should set home with most people. Nobody's choosing to be that way. And I, I, and I say that to groups all the time. If you're, especially you look at winter, and uh, you s- might see a woman or a man sleeping under a viaduct when it's bitter cold. They might have good reasons for being there, but really, if you, st- if you step back, nobody is choosing to sleep on concrete in the middle of the night. Right. And I think, too, and others, um, one more thing about yeah, what would I wish for if I could, you know, say, okay, let's change everything, is to look at the, the zoning and um, of how we do with affordable housing and special use permits required for interim housing-type programs. And that's a very arduous process, and that's if we can streamline that and make that a little bit more equitable so we're putting programs all over the city, I think that will help quite a bit. Yeah, and you know, you had mentioned that your your newest building that's breaking ground uh, here in June. You know, you had a great TIF that came in and fourteen mm-hmm. million dollars of donations. But you know, not everybody's going to be able to get yeah. that sort of support. You have an incredible team. It would be very, very nice to see the city of Chicago ease that process up so people don't have to rely on such a large donation or such a robust mm-hmm. team like you guys now have yeah. to be able to do that. Yes, it would be you know more resource for affordable housing, um, and saying that the we this is the second time we've worked with the the Department of Planning at the city, and you know they've been great to work with, right. but they're they are juggling very scarce resources. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They're. Uh, I'm glad. It's great to hear from you that they've been great to work with, mm-hmm. and that they've been. It, especially your alderman has been very welcoming of this in Uptown, mm-hmm. and it's definitely a need up there too. We have a huge need. Yeah, we have been very fortunate. We have been able to um, pull in the support. And like we were talking about before, we're looking at that third building. So um, we want to keep the support coming. 
yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to try to do a third building as soon as possible? Wait we, until this one's done? You know, um, the, the conversation last night was bandwidth because um, we were, were set to break ground here in June on the second one, and the board is saying, okay, let's look at this third one. So I think, you know, we've got a, an idea of what the size, the location, the type of building. So um, I think we could probably maybe look at, if we could find the property, secure the property by the end of uh, this year would be great. Awesome. Well, anybody who's listening, and I see a couple tuning in that are real estate agents, developers, if you guys know of anything in that area, oh, please sure. reach out. So our ideal building is about a, a 25 units uh, studios, probably a, a corridor style building, Okay, has to have an elevator. That's, okay. We have sure. an aging population, sure. and preferably in the north side, and we can do um, purchase it and then do a, a rehab and make it uh, you know accessible for the women and then lease it up. Fantastic. Well, I hope it happens quick. It sounds like there's a lot of momentum and momentum's always a good mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And when is it set to be finished the 50? And I know construction can be So, well, Skender, they they're a great construction. They are oh my gosh, they are on top of things. They're saying 14 months. So, um, if we start construction around the end of June, mid to end of June, we're looking at September of 2020. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So next uh, late summer, early fall, you guys will have the yeah. new building. Yeah, so we, we hope to have a groundbreaking here in July and then a ribbon cutting uh, fall of 2020. Very cool. Well, will the um, groundbreaking be something that you guys are going to have an event for? Oh, yeah. So just so follow the on, website. So it'll be on the website. We're going to wait till we, because we have to raise the building that's there. Sure. It's, it's, we're going to uh, raise that building, and there's a time frame when we can, after it's been raised and they level it, we can put a tent up and have our groundbreaking. Fantastic. Yeah. And so obviously with um, a new building of this size, you guys are going to be looking for more staff as well. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, we'll need to staff up, and the agency has continued to staff up as we increase the number of women that we have in our own housing or uh, increase programming in, in the daytime program. Great. Mm-hmm. So are you locally from Chicago originally? I am from Park Ridge. Okay, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. And now you're in the North Shore I'm like me? I'm in Northfield, uh-huh. Very, very cool. Um, and where's your office now? So if somebody 4838 North Sheridan. Okay, so you do the commute every day. Uh, it's a very easy commute. Just straight down Sheridan Road. I love it. That's right. You use Sheridan because you can just take Willow to... Yeah, I'm there in like a minute. Oh, and then nice. So it's uh, in Uptown. That's our, our main uh, uh, admin offices, 4838 North Sheridan. Oh, that's great. And if somebody wants to get a hold of you to be a part of... Um, the organization, outside of donating, part of the board. Are there applications people can fill out online, or should they reach out to you, or is there a, 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 a good process? Things. There is, right on the website, Is there's the volunteer application, and we've got a very good system for volunteer coordination, so they can fill that up. The volunteer coordinator will get back to them right away. And if it's something else that they want to do, uh, maybe not just the run-of-the-mill volunteer, they can always just give me a call. Um, my number is right there on the website or send me an email. Okay. Any big area of need where, you know, a company like us and, you know, we're going to, uh, chat with our second guest in a second as well. Anybody who is, um, listening could get involved with at like a company level or their drives. You had mentioned drives. Is there anything that's a big necessity for you guys? Well, drives are always good. And right now, one of our goals for next year is to reach out to some more corporations in the city of Chicago and do lunch and learns. So if somebody has an opportunity 
uh, if when their company that they do lunch and learns where you bring speakers in and learn about a different topic we would love to participate we can come in and talk about the issues of women's homelessness some of the stats you know every every night there are uh, over 2,000 women who are homeless Wow and just understanding the complexity of that these women are going to be you know asking some basic questions where am I going to sleep how am I going to stay safe where am I going to go to the bathroom um, things that we take for granted. So we can, you know, talk a little bit about the realities of women's homelessness and what we're doing to end this. Well, I appreciate all of your efforts, all of um, everything you guys do. I, we had spoke off air and being a part of the Chicago Association of Realtors, I had been a part of a couple different homeless charities and initiatives to try to help different homeless charities. And I think that the lunch and learns and just being able to get the word and the education out to the average public would really go a long way to get people in the city to understand things like affordable housing and the actual need that people have. Because just the shelters, the emergency shelters are not enough. When we spoke mm -hmm. off air and it's something I think people need to understand, that's, that's not enough mm -hmm. to really help. No, it, that's a, uh, a, a Band-Aid at best. At best. Yeah. Hey, well, Kathy. Can I ask a quick question? Sure. Women that are in need of shelter, um, that are out on the streets, how do, I'm sure you ask, how do they hear about you? You know, that, that's a great question. We have, we've been around for 40 years, so mm -hmm. we have uh, very solid relationships with the city, the police department, with the hospital, with mm -hmm. uh, the penal, with Cook County Jail. And so women um, are referred to us from other agencies. So oh, okay. we have, we are, are well known as the place to come. And women will refer women, if they see somebody on the bus mm -hmm. or riding the train, they'll refer them to Sarah Circle. Interesting, okay. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the faith-based communities, I mean, we're, we're well known in this community. Very good, mm -hmm. okay. Another Thank great you. reason where the education process of understanding who you are and getting to know where you guys are is, mm -hmm. is really important. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And anyone is welcome. The, the daytime program is open every day. Very know, nice. Nine to five, they're welcome to come. Wonderful. Very nice. Okay. Well, I'm going to shift gears, and we're going to come back um, to Dean Castle, right? Did I mess that up? You said that correctly. I said mm -hmm. it right. Um, he owns uh, a place where I know a lot of my friends and uh, listeners have actually frequented before, Juice RX, over in Lincoln Park, and they're going to be in Streeterville soon as well. And, Bucktown. Uh, Bucktown. Okay, it's Bucktown. Is that Buck it is Bucktown. Um, I'm thinking my office Lincoln. You're Park. a realtor. You should I know, know this. I should know this. It's <laughs> off. It's off the 1800 block of Damon. What, what's the exact address? So now that I 1880 North Damon. But to be fair, we were in Lincoln Park once upon a time. Okay. No longer. No Don't let him off the hook. North Damon. Yeah. <laughs> and he also owns the Chicago Kale Chip Company, which I'm super excited to chat about as well because there's some samples in studio now. Um, Dean, thank you for coming on. Tell us a little bit about what Juice RX does, what the Chicago Kale Chip Company is, and uh, how you got into it all. Yeah, so so uh, so about eight years ago, you know, I had an experience with uh, uh, an episode with my health. It was sort of an ongoing thing over a few year span since graduating uh, school. Um, I came out of uh, University of Illinois, uh, a good degree, and uh, you know I was I was working in the hustle and bustle, working for Sears uh, Corporation at the time, and uh, and just going, 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 and uh, I ended up uh, 
developing or, or really being diagnosed with uh, ulcerative colitis. So that's a, a friend of you know any of our listeners that know or you guys know. Uh, it's an autoimmune disorder that uh, affects your colon, and uh, it's something that's chronic and it's ongoing, and it's not something that you take a pill for and it just disappears. I mean, it's something that's that's a lifelong thing and. The best, uh, you know, the best solution that they have out there, you know, in terms of Western medicine, is just you take a, a lifelong regimen of pills. And uh, so I've always been uh, a bit of a curious soul and somebody who's doesn't stop it, no. And uh, so when my doctor at the time, my gastroenterologist, said, "Hey, this is, you know, you're going to be on, uh, you know, the most pres- most commonly prescribed medication, mesalamine for for colitis," you know, and I, I kind of took it at face value, and I was doing that for a year or so, and then. I was having some um, it breakdown of my, my, my liver. And so I went in for a routine blood test, and the doctor said, oh, your ASTs and your ALTs uh, are, are, are way elevated. we got to get these things down. This is, you know, this is probably from the mesalamine that you're taking. So let's, you know, Give get you off of that for, yeah, get off that for a couple of weeks, and we'll see how that goes. And I said, well, that's how do we control the colitis then, right? So it's like all these things are kind of out of whack. And um so uh, it was around that time uh, when I uh, started exploring some alternatives and, and realized, you know, there's a point where that sort of reared its ugly head, right? I was, I was fine before that day I was diagnosed, right? So there, was, there came a point where I wasn't fine, and I wanted to figure out, and I became really obsessed with the question, well, what, what caused this? What triggered this, right? And then the second part of that is, well, how do you get back, you know? And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I read a, uh, you know, started reading books and doing research and really learned, um, you know, what I thought was I, I, I was following a pretty strict diet. You know, my friends would bust my chops and, and kind of, you know, and, and even that wasn't good enough, you know. So I, was, I really wasn't eating or selecting the right foods to put in my body. And it wasn't until then I really got on a healing diet and followed really like a healing protocol that was 100% diet-based that really, you know, I really began to see results. And around the same time, I also uh, completely discontinued the medication for fear that my liver was, uh, you know, was, you know, the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I was drinking, uh, you know, I was incorporating a lot of raw juice into my diet, you know, I was eating, you know, um, just a lot of fruits and vegetables and things that were alive and, and really kind of laid off the dairy at the time, uh, you know, I was drinking a lot of pasteurized dairy and, th- and cheese from the, st- you know, from stores. And I later on was adding, you know, raw dairy and grass-fed stuff that was a lot better. And I still didn't have any issue with that. But it was really the stuff from, you know, the highly processed foods and, uh, you know, that were really seemingly causing the issues. So once I got past that, I, you know, I really freed myself of this this health concern. That's yeah. wonderful. And just to be clear, you guys don't just do juice cleanses because for for a lot of people who hear Juice RX, it's not just juice stuff at Juice RX. Correct. You, yeah. What else do you guys have there? Yeah. So we do we do so we do cold pressed organic juices. We do smoothies. We do acai bowls. Uh, we do. Uh, 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 we do like these uh, raw vegan uh, treats as well. Uh, people know us for those, you know, these puddings and um, yeah, just a lot of different things. But it's all, you know, what I what I tell people too is, you know, the, the four ingredient categories that we use are fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. That's really all we offer, you know. And your stuff is delicious. I, every time I've, I always, 
always do a three day cleanse anytime I do a cleanse. I've tried five days with stuff before, and I, I just I can't do it. I, I go nuts after three. <laughs> I just lose my I lose my mind. Um, but what always holds me up is the green juices. Like I just I just don't love them. And your green juices are good. They're Thank tasty you. green juices. Thank you. Thank you. Everything yeah. else is tasty too, but the green juices are great. And I always feel better. And setting aside the tasty, I always feel better. And I'm not going to knock one of your competitors, and I've used their cleanse before. But I feel great throughout it. I, I Day two typically for me is like a really bad headache day every time I've done a cleanse. And it's not terrible with you guys. Like I've done some other cleanses where by day two I'm like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm mm. going to just skip day three completely and your cleanses always end up getting me through the three days thank you yeah i'm yeah. glad to hear that i'm happy to hear that and yeah we've and we've heard that too that's sort of the feedback we get from our uh, from our our customers is that you know they you know a lot of times they you know they'll feel lethargic or they'll feel uh they'll get irritable on on certain juice cleanses but with ours must be some kind of uh, magic in there or something yeah. that we it tastes good and know. they don't make you too irritable which is good yeah. how often do you cleanse you know what? Uh, it's been about six months since I have. Really? So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was pretty consistent for a while. So that's just that's probably a good reminder that uh, I, need a, I need a Juice Arcs cleanse. Yeah. How often do – so I do it either if I have a weight loss challenge or if I'm, I'm just changing my weight loss routine or if I just want to jumpstart something for myself fitness-wise. Do you get people that do it monthly – some people do juice cleanses weekly, like they'll do one or two days of cleansing and then they eat and then they cleanse each week. What uh, do, you, do you see people do it consistently? And is there a recommendation for people um, for how often they should cleanse? Yeah, that's a great question. And we get that a lot. You know, uh, some people they will do a three day cleanse and say, hey, I feel fantastic. Uh, you know, can I can I do this again next week? You know, what's what are the guidelines for that? Um, so. Uh, I've got some, an interesting tidbit to share. My father did a 167 day, or it was 169, one of the two, 167 or 169 day juice cleanse uh, about three years ago. So, you know, it started as a, a seven day cleanse as a challenge, turned into a 30 day challenge, and then it turned into a three month challenge. You know, he wanted to beat uh, Joe Cross, you know, the guy who did the documentary Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. He was the, yeah. the, the trucker. And I think he did 100 days. And so, he set out and said, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna blow past Joe Cross, and I'm not gonna look back." And so, you know, and he's a real, you know, he he, he you know he when he wants something, he gets his way. So he did it, you know, and he did a hundred. He ended up going a hundred and like I said, sixty-seven days, uh, you know, and he he. he I, he was going out to dinner with people and, you know, business meetings and people would uh, josh him and say, hey, you're not going to have, you know, any food. You're just going to drink juice. And he, uh, and he would probably say, no, I'm just, I'm drinking my juice and I'm happy. And, um, you know, and I think for him, what it was is that it was a, it was a regimen that was spelled out, right? So some people have difficulty with certain weight loss regimens because they don't, it's not clearly spelled out for them. It's not, maybe it doesn't taste good. And there's something that you know, they kind of talk themselves out of or they just kind of fall off the boat for one of those reasons. So for him, he said, hey, I enjoy the juices. I, I feel filled up. I feel, you know, I there's no thinking to do. I know what I need to do when I wake up and I know what I drink before I go to bed. And uh, so he ended up losing over 100 pounds wow, over about 170 wow. days. So yeah, it was like seven-tenths of a pound per day. And he said, where else can you do that? You can't do that on Weight Watchers. You can't do that on anything else. And you know, he was going to, so kind of back to your question, you know, he was visiting his primary care uh, doctor 
every three months during you know during the cleanse and he gave him a, not only a clean bill of health but he said hey you know because my father would ask hey am i missing anything you know just by drinking these six you know and his doctor you know look at the numbers and say everything's looking fantastic your blood pressure's down you know your um you know and, and just all these other metrics you know were um you know i think he got off statins at, at, you know wow. at that time and so you know he was doing really really well and he he you That's know great. so yeah so when people ask hey do i you know is do i need is there anything else i, I need to supplement with this if i do this long term um, and obviously we're not doctors but 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 we always tell people yeah i mean it's been done you know mm-hmm. so what an incredible story and what an incredible um piece of support and research for you guys and what you guys are doing your dad doing it for that long yeah that's how it started was with research and then he 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 later added some weight because he didn't um he didn't realize that you know uh, you know it, the juices weren't going to keep him slim for life right i mean you can't stand a juice cleanse forever sure. right so um he later came back a couple years later and said hey well you know how you mind if I do another juice cleanse? I said, now you got your one. That's it. Now you pay for it. <laughs> yeah. well, 167. He went a long way with that one. Yeah, that's it. That's where he cuts you off. You know, seems like a competitive guy too. Very much. Yeah. Well, that's Very awesome. Much. And there's different types of cleanses, right? Cause pe- people think you can just, when you're getting a cleanse, you're just going to get the same type of cleanse for every, every different cleanse. That's not true. You can yeah. pick different types of cleanses, different day lengths, um, different flavors, different types of juices. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's duration. So how long you want to go. And then of course the combination of juices that you choose to enjoy during the cleanse, that's certainly a factor too. But, um, you know, we offer 30 or 40 something different juices at any given time. So we always have something for somebody, you know, whether you're wanting to do something with a little, a uh, little more variety of fruits and vegetables or somebody that says, Hey, look, I don't want any fruits in my cleanse. I want to do, you know, I want to, uh, uh practice like a low sugar regimen and something that has a lot of leafy greens that might not taste uh, so good to you know the average joe but to them it's that's 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 how you do a juice cleanse so yeah and i i encourage people to try them out because my ex-girlfriend used to go and buy them all the time and bring them over and then i would taste some of hers i'm like wait yours tastes better than mine and then (laughs) i would pick and choose which ones i liked and the next time i went in you can just kind of pick and choose what you want instead of just ordering you know kind of the set amount you can order them online Correct. Yep. yep. And they can be delivered as well, right? We do. We ship nationally. Okay. Uh, as well as we deliver locally and uh, within the Chicago uh, uh, sort of uh, region. So if somebody goes online, they can just order it. And what's the wait time to get your juices? So you can get our juices. Uh, so we deliver uh, every Tuesday and Friday morning currently. Um, and if you were to go on the website and place an order the night before, you're still eligible for delivery the following morning. So awesome. Yeah. Somebody in California what? orders a cleanse at five o'clock. Uh, on a on a Thursday evening, you can get it delivered by ten thirty the next morning, and that's even faster, I think, than Amazon can do it. Wow. And these are fresh wow. raw juices. We're not drawing on an inventory. I mean, we're making these, yeah. you know, a couple times a week, and we're, you know, so you're getting f- the freshest stuff. Wow, that's really quick. I didn't realize it was that quick. Yeah, you know, I'm going to start ordering from Northbrook then. Yeah, now yeah. I, it's like now, Amazon Prime on steroids. That's right. Now I realize why I don't sleep now. Uh, maybe <laughs> we need to close that part of uh, the business. <laughs> so, and you're there all because Juice RX is, um, you know, it's expanding. You guys are going to Streeterville, and we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But um, you off air said you still handle most of the orders, so you're very involved still on a day to day basis. I am. You know, customer service is my favorite part of the job. Working with people, helping people—that's really my mission. 
so yeah, I still have, have customers, uh, you know, the last seven, eight years that still text me or send me an email and say, Hey, I'd love to place an order for, you know, so they know, you know, I'm always, I was always, always open and always willing to help. So, and I think that's, that's a hard thing to pass on. That's awesome. You know, yeah. Where in Streeterville are you guys going? Yeah. So we're going to be on, uh, on Ontario and it, it's just about, a, uh, Ontario and St. Clair. So just nice. about a block off of, uh, block, uh, east of Michigan Avenue. So oh. yeah, we'll be in the Northwestern building. I think we can announce Very that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. nice. So we'll be at 211 East Ontario. So I don't think we've announced that publicly yet, but look at that, John, oh, we got a breaking public news. announcement, breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great area. And I have a lot of buddies that live in Streeterville and I think it's going to be awesome for people just walking by being able to stop. And are you guys going to do the acai bowls and everything else that you do off Damon there as well? And then some, and then yeah. some. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. So we'll be do also offering a full uh, coffee bar. We're going to be partnering, I think with intelligentsia. Okay. And we'll offer uh, all their products, uh, cold brew and, you know, lattes and all kinds of the specialty beverages and, uh, just really, really cool stuff. But with the Juice RX, uh, you know, we'll offer oat milk and fresh pressed almond milk and, and all the all the good stuff that Juice RX is sort of known for. We're going to kind of meld those two businesses. So What a cool concept. And I think you're in the right location. That area needs something like that. Absolutely. It doesn't, doesn't really have it. Yeah, so so we think. So yeah, we yeah. Think. yeah. I mean, being a former <laughs> resident, now I've been gone for almost two years now, so things have popped up, although John and I being here at Wheelhouse, yeah. uh, not far from there. We travel back and forth and stop by and eat on Wednesdays. I don't think there's anything there like you guys, so I think mm. you guys are going to do really well. That's right. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. You. We're excited to be here. And how? Uh, let's talk about Chicago Kale Company real quick. How did that come about? Because that's newer than Juice RX, correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, so we've, been, uh, so we've uh, officially adopted the name Chicago Kale Chip Company probably in the last year or so, um, and... Uh, you know, that, that concept really started with, um, you know, the idea that, you know, there's not enough healthy snacks out there and, and really just juice, just food in general. So, you know, we used our juice bar or my juice bar as a fertile test ground to, you know, test all different types of products, right? New juices, new food. And so over the last several years, we've experimented with uh, dehydrating kale and uh, as a snack, you know, because really some of the kale chips out there are just not, you know, sure they're nutritious and they're 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 good for you, but they're not really that good. You know, most they're people that eat them, yeah, most of these people are like hardcore, you know, granola folks who are who are embracing kale chips, but really for the masses, it hasn't been embraced. I think for those those reasons, right, for taste. And I think you need to catch people with taste first, then they go, okay, oh, this is good for me, oh, great, you know. But um, so, yeah, we were just experimenting with these different kale chip flavors the last few years at our juice shop and really sort of refined and honed, you know, really the right recipe, you know, that is the right balance of nutrition and taste. And so uh, we took on, like I said, we branded these kale chips because we felt like, hey, the, you know, Juice RX is, is really, you know, good at, at juice and, and food and stuff. But these kale chips really have legs to stand on their own, right? And we have seven different flavors. And we said, we've got to give these things the uh, sort of the, the recognition that it deserves. So, you know, we figured it's born in Chicago, Chicago Kale Chip Company. And like so it. we launched it officially about a year ago. Yeah. You got some samples we can try? We do. I'm excited. <laughs> and I think you're spot on with the... Um, the taste has to make sense for anything to be consistent, I think, because if you're going to incorporate anything into your um, into your regimen, 
and it tastes terrible, you're going to be able to do it for a short period of time, not a very long period of time. But if you can get the taste there first, then it's something people will incorporate all the time. John, I don't know if the camera's still on me. I'm going to show the packaging because I think the packaging is really cool too um, before I open this Thank up you. and start eating away at it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Good. You see it? Yep, absolutely. Hold it up a little bit higher. Let me zoom in. Give me one quick second. Shameless plug. Thanks, yeah, guys. No, I appreciate it. No, it's cool packaging, and I think this is the uh, industry that needs cool packaging like that. So jalapeno lime. I like spicy, so I'm going to try this guy out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that jalapeno lime too? Same one. No, mm -hmm. yeah. Then I won't open this one. Brought two of them because we know you guys are going to. Spice The first one's going to go too quick. <laughs> yeah. That's. I wish we had a. Don't. I like, <laughs> shut my mic off button. Boom. Crunchy and delicious, I'm assuming. It's really good. Yeah. I'm going to. No, it's got a little kick to it. Oh, and I mean just, that. You're not just saying that, Moa. I swear I'm not just saying that. That's really tasty. Thank you. Thank you. I and mean, it doesn't even really taste like kale. That's the thing, you know, and that's, you know, that's what we've been discussing here the last few months. You know, people say this just doesn't taste like kale. And we started to realize, you know, this is, this is, this is different, right? It's a kale chip. It's a hundred percent kale. There's no, um, you know, some of the chips out there, you know, they call them quinoa crisps, yeah. but it's, you know, 80%, um, you know, it'll be flour and then maybe 10% pea protein and 10% quinoa. These are 100% kale with with a cashew-based coating. So, it doesn't taste like kale. I mean, in a good way, it doesn't taste like kale. Right. In a really good way. Can I try the sour cream and onion? Oh, sure. And that looks like it's going to be fun, too. Yeah. And we have fresh red onion and uh, shallots and chives. I mean, just, just stuff that is just make your mother proud, you know. Stuff right from the garden. That's legitimately as good as a sour cream and onion chip that you would have like in a bag of chips. Yeah, yeah. And I actually really like sour cream and onion chips. Yeah, likewise. I grew up eating, you know, the Lay's and uh, yeah. that was my mm -hmm. thing. And so I, I set out, you know, as stubborn as I am, just like my father, right? So I get it. And I was just stubborn. I said, I gotta, I, I, you know, there's gotta be a way to really hit the palate the way you're supposed to and really, you know, light up your palate. But, you know, Something that's clean, you know, clean, that real food, you know, it's connected, you know, to, from our source. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump in because it's so opened, good. Open the creamy dill. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> this, is, this is really, I haven't tried the others yet, but man. You've oh got to try the sour cream and onion. Thank I'm, you. I'm trying to make, make my way over there. We might not, <laughs> we might not go to, we, John and I were going to go to dinner after this. We might know, not. Let's just sit here. <laughs> eat a ton of kale. Smokes. And that's what happens. Most of our customers, you know, they get they, they come into Juicer X, and you can of course get our Chicago Kale Chip uh, uh, Kale Chip Company chips at the store as well. But people will get them, and they'll leave the store, and they'll come back and say, "I, I finished the whole thing in the car. Like, what what did you just do?" And it's like, "That's a whole head of kale." You know, try this one. It, and I mean this for everybody watching. It, it's as good as having. If you open a bag of Lay's potato chips, that tastes just as good, yet it's healthy and not awful for you. It's really, really good. Which one did you hand me? Uh, sour cream and onion. All right. And How long did it take you to come up with these, the tastes and kind of the R&D of this? Because this could not have been easy to get what kale tastes like to what I just tasted. Absolutely. Yeah. So like I said, I mean, we've been refining these recipes for three years now, you know? So, I mean, we would... 
produce these things and you know we try them and and you know uh without giving away too much of of our, of our secret sauce and how we yeah. do it you know i'm uh i'm a finance guy by and like kathy and you're you're a finance person by trade and i'm a finance person as well so i figured out you know i, I have no chef background i know i know it tastes good right, right. I, I know if i put something in my mouth i'm gonna say okay this is good or not good but um you know i i you know i plugged a lot of the stuff into excel and you kind of fine tune every every time we'd make a recipe we'd fine tune and just move numbers around like you're moving the needle and you know you know and these chips are maybe you know six months ago they were 90 percent as good as they are now people would try them and go these are perfect dean i'd say no 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 that's not perfection let me show you perfection and then they try them a week later and they go whoa, whoa that's this is even better and i go i know i know so i think we finally got them to a point now where i think i'm happy with them you know, which is the most important thing and i think our customers are happy but um i yeah. think i think all of the fitness like i go to lifetime fitness now mostly because they have a pool and i have to learn how to swim right and they have all these like um healthy bags of chips in front and they're not all that healthy and i've tried almost all of them because i'll get a bowl of some sort and have it and i typically go there after uh, after work none of them taste as good as this they, they should look up getting chicago kale chip company kale chips at Lifetime Fitness, thank you, LA Fitness, or whoever else does that, yeah. because their Life Cafe has all these like healthy, kind of want to be healthy products, um, and none of them taste good. I've I've had them, and I'm like, ugh, I'll just keep eating my bowl. This is really good stuff. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're we're, we're doing our best to push them out, and uh, yeah, hopefully you see them in some local stores here real soon. Very cool. So uh, right now, how do we get a hold of these guys if we want to buy some? So the best way, the, the, the most surefire way is to either go to the website, and that's uh, www.chicagokalechip.co. Okay. That's the website, and we ship nationally, door-to-door. Uh, and uh, we also uh, offer them at Juice RX, and awesome. we'll have them at the New Streeterville location as well. So, Very cool. Nice. Can we get Very them pretty good. fast? Like the uh, juices? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we cool. Grubhub, too. If you're in Chicago, you can Grubhub this stuff, too. Wow, awesome. juice, If you go on the JuiceRx uh, Grubhub page, so. Cool. Oh, so you can JuiceRx Grubhub uh, the juices as well? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, food, the juices, everything we've got on Grubhub. And uh, we actually have our own app as well that we've developed. So uh, if you can go you go into the App Store, the app, I think it's just, I think it's Apple and Android, if not just Apple. Mm. Uh, but uh, you can go into the Apple Store, type in JuiceRx, and you'll see our app there as well. Very cool. Um, I, I guarantee these things are going to be all over. Yep. I mean, they're so, they so, are, so they damn are good. Legit good. And I, I really do think what, what you were saying about it has to taste good first is, is such a big thing. I mean, I've tried so many weird diets throughout the time that I've, I was a personal trainer in college and then since then. Um, and if it doesn't taste good, I can't do it for more than a week or two. And if it's not something that I can see myself incorporating long term, now older me just won't even touch it. So if I if I try something, I'm like, if I can't do this consistently 30, 60, 90 days or forever, I'm just never gonna do it again. And it was the same thing for the juice cleanses for me. I got to a point where I said, I'm miserable day two. And if I'm miserable and I can't work out and I can't I can't feel good, I can't function at work, I'm just gonna stop doing these things. And that's why Juice RX is something that now I look to use I actually think i used it right before uh, you and i did our challenge you did mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's just not something i'm able to do i've uh and actually that leads a question if you don't mind when it comes to doing a cleanse is it all right if i do it like 
two out of the three a day and have just some chicken or carrots. I just, I need something or else I'm just not somebody you want to be around. Not that you want to, anyhow, but. <laughs> you get the classic hangry symptoms, right? Very bad, yeah. 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 And nobody likes that. No, no, no. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, if you skip any juices, it'll be a total fail. Total fail. Shut it. No, no. <laughs> No, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, people ask, they say, hey, well, if I have a piece of fruit on the cleanse, is that going to throw things? And I say, well, you know, you're, you're getting roughly, you know, seven to 10 servings of fresh organic fruits and vegetables, right? In every bottle, right? right. So in any given cleanse, if you're doing, you know, five juices and a nut milk, you get those five juices, you got seven to 10 servings of fresh fruits and vegetables. You know, I mean, if you eat something outside of, I mean, that's the real benefit. You know, you're getting... A, a, a whole, you know, a number of servings of fresh produce in a bottle, right? Mm -hmm. Real produce that's, that's recognizable to the body. It's, it hasn't been pasteurized or processed in any way. Um, it's recognizable to the body, right? It's bioavailable, I think, as they say. Um, so, yeah, it's, 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 as long as you're, you know, you're drinking fresh pressed juice and then you're not eating, uh, you know, going to a Chinese buffet or, or doing <laughs> something like that. Yeah, right. I mean, if, if, it, but even if you did, right, even if you sat down and had a burrito with it, you're still getting nine, you know, you have right. a bottle of juice, it's nine servings of fresh, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables. So, right. you know, there, there's really not a bad way to use it. Um, the idea of the cleanse is, you know, I know there's some misconceptions surrounding this. And, you know, so when you have the six bottles a day, when you don't eat food and you're just drinking the, the liquid nutrition, you know, your body doesn't have to put any work into digesting the food, right? So even if you're eating something healthy, you're eating an apple, your body goes, oh, this, there's so much good stuff in this apple. It wants to really just kind of rip the apple apart, you know, so to speak, and get the nutrition out. And the rest of the stuff is just rubbish, right? It just wants to move it along. And that's really what it, you know. So when you when you drink juice, it's 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 something that's pre-digested because there's nothing for it to do. It's already in the liquid, and you're getting all that benefit. So if you eat something with it, mm. you know you're sort of breaking the the fast that you know the the, the fast that your you know that your digestive system is is enjoying, but you're not you don't lose on the benefit of you still get all that nutrition. You know okay. so so. So yeah, is it better to maybe not eat any food? Eh, ideally, but if you if you eat something here and there, add some food, you're still getting a benefit. But you know yeah. what was, and I think this might be what's bugging you too, John. And I had a friend of mine who just did Sean and John were losing mm -hmm. some weight and they did a juice cleanse. It was their first one, and I think their difficulty was we're used to chewing something throughout the day. Mm -hmm. The idea of for three days not chewing on anything, I mm -hmm. think, throws people for a loop, and it did for me at the beginning. So I chewed a lot of gum. I do in general, but if I could chew something or if I just ended up having, yeah, a handful of raspberries or something, where I said, okay, it's also still fruit, mm -hmm. that helped a lot because okay. I was able to chew and swallow something instead of just taking liquid because that's what at the beginning would throw me for a huge loop was, this is day two, I haven't really eaten anything. I know I'm getting all the nutrition, but that whole not eating thing right. would mess with my head. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And okay. they said, they actually said the same thing. I think it was Sean that said, it. he's like, it's weird to me not to eat all day. <laughs> it's a weird, weird, weird feeling. Your, your right. body's just not used to it. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, we have a question for you. Uh, it said, I'm late on this, so I may have missed this. Is there any hemp product in the juices? And that's from Maggie, John's better half. Better half. So, uh, so I think that a few of the smoothies that we have at the store, we, uh, we have hemp seeds in there. So we do have, we do have hemp. Um, but I don't think there's any hemp in any of our 
uh, nut milks or juices. Okay, you know? very okay. cool. But we are launching some CBD products because uh, well, if you're not, then uh, you're on the outside, right? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, everybody's doing it these days. So we're going to be offering a cold brew soon with C- that's CBD infused. So okay. look for that soon as well. That's nice. Very, very uh, cool. Interesting thing. Okay. You sound like a very, very busy guy um, when you're not working morning to night and then morning to night again. What do you, what do, you do? It's, it's free time. Obviously, yeah. stay fit. Yeah, I try, you know, I'm, I, you know, uh, with the limited amount of time I have, I don't have time to, or I choose to, I can't say I don't have time because we all have time. I caught myself there, but I, instead of going into the gym, I like to just get down on my, on the floor. I'll just get down and do push ups, and every 10, 20 minutes I get up and I just try to do something crazy, just get the blood moving. And I find that's more exhilarating and more beneficial to my health than spending one hour at the gym and coming home and sort of you know, disconnecting again from physical activity. Very cool. Um, so, yeah. A lot of jumping jacks at Juice RX. Oh, that's right. Midday jumping yeah. jacks. People probably saw what I did. They probably think I was I was just off my <laughs> rocker, which I am, but uh, you don't want to show too much of that. <laughs> that's awesome. And I'm going to ask you guys both the same, same question. It doesn't have to be for entrepreneurs. It can be. We always, on the show, ask. Uh, and uh, I'll stay with you, Dean. Any uh, advice for somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur? Um, maybe get into the juice business, obviously a little bit of a niche. Um, definitely don't even try to compete with this guy in the Chicago kale uh, <laughs> chip business because you guys are never going to be able to taste like that. Um, any advice for entrepreneurs? Yeah, you know, I think uh, following your passion and, you know, is, 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 you know, key. I mean, it's kind of, uh, you know, espoused in, in our society, you know, follow your passion. Um, but sometimes that's not always apparent. That's not always clear, you know, and it wasn't clear to me until somebody said, Hey, you know, you love helping people and you've had great experience with juice, you know, maybe there's a business in this, right. And so trying to figure out how to monetize it. Well, how do you help people and how, you know, how can you be rewarded for it at the same time? Really? They kind of go hand in hand, right? When you were, when you help people, then you're rewarded for it. Right. Awesome. So, um, yeah, that's a big thing. And, you know, you know, there's a lot of stuff I do that isn't my passion, right? I'm, I'm doing emails and I'm ordering things from, uh, you know, from vendors and working with a legal team, you know, whatever it is, you know, so there's a lot of things that I do that I don't particularly enjoy, but I enjoy the process. And really, I try to step back and see the bigger picture of, you know, this is where this is where I was and this is where I'm now and this is where we're going. And, uh, you know, it's not going to be easy straight, right? Because if it were easy, everybody would be doing sure. it, right? So keeping that in mind that uh, it's not always going to be easy and, uh, you know, really following your heart, you know. Awesome. Yeah. Maggie followed up with a, I can get randomly drug tested at work, so need to be hemp free. I don't think <laughs> the hemp seeds will trigger the drug test. I don't think so. Yeah, unless it's the other stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. But that stuff could trip you up, but not the hemp seeds. No, no. It'd be, <laughs> you, you would have a lot of people who probably buy from you guys who would have already tested positive. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely CBD. I don't think they test for CBD, and I think they're t- tested for the presence of THC, right? I think so. Test. Yeah, I don't know. I don't test myself at work. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kathy, to you as well, and actually, I think some people were watching on a little bit of a delay because you have some shout-outs here. Um, Deborah <laughs> Williams said, awesome. Um, Kate Hassett, who was on the show, said, what a super important mission. I used to be involved with a battered women's shelter in Georgia. And it was amazing the stories we heard. And then you had Mary O'Neill Nicastro say, way to go, Sarah Circle. Let's end homelessness for Chicago's women. So you have some fans and some shout outs. Mm-hmm. Um, any advice for um, 
it can be somebody who is trying to work on ending homelessness. It can be somebody who is uh, looking to be an entrepreneur or who's getting into um, charity work because that is not an easy field to be in um, full time. So any advice uh, at all for anybody listening? A couple things. One, um, be perseverant. Just keep at it. The uh, it's, it's usually not easy. There's a lot of... of uh, roadblocks you know we talked a little bit about the funding issues the zoning but just be perseverant don't collaborate bring in more people to help you bring in um, other partners that might have an expertise that you don't so um, always reach out and try to bring in your your community support and then keep the goal in mind and it's for Sarah Circle when you've housed a woman when we've given an apartment key to somebody who's been homeless for decades. You can't, I can't describe that feeling. And it's kind of like, okay, keep that in mind and just keep at it. I imagine that that goal that you guys have is immediately apparent every time you help somebody. I mean, it's got, it, it almost is always right in the forefront of your mind. It is, if you, you can't imagine if somebody, if a woman's been homeless for, for years and then she walks into a brand new, 320 square foot studio and it's hers she's got a key it's fully furnished and it's hers she's safe she has an address a place to call home a place to cook um, and you just keep that in mind and that keeps you going that's incredible and for a lot of them getting out of a very difficult uh, violent situation to a mm -hmm. life of not having to deal with mm -hmm. very violent situations and you're very busy as well I mean I cannot imagine the uh, nuances and the dotting the I's, crossing the T's that you have to do from morning to night every single day when you're not um, working at Sarah Circle. What, what do you do in your free time? Oh, I love to garden. Okay. I love to garden, and um, that's what I, yeah, I do a lot of that. I plan, like, the perennials going to have, uh, keeping the beds nice and neat. I love to go out to eat with my friends, and then love to spend time with our Beagle, whose name is Maggie. Aww. Oh, <laughs> but nice. I really I enjoy my I enjoy my gardening and my friends. Well, you've got a lot of rain recently, and I went with oh, my it's dad. So lush. I, it's everything so nice. I'm, it's so nice, oh, isn't it's it? Lovely, yeah. This Sunday, I went with my dad to. Um, a, he's got a tiny little garden that he keeps on his balcony because he loves gardening. But he's in a condo now, and so I was walking around the garden shop. It was near Wilmette. He lives in Wilmette, so we went out there and. You know what I realized was how many different types, and this is the first thing that popped into my mind because he wanted tomatoes. There's like a million types of tomatoes. <laughs> there, there was literally from floor to way taller than me, which isn't that tall, um, of different types of tomatoes you could have and plant. And I oh, never there's knew the that. variety of, of uh, yes, perennials, vegetables, flowers. It's unbelievable. And the cultivars keep you know, growing every year, new hybrids. So it's, it's fun. Awesome. So yeah. you probably have an incredible garden in the North Shore. I like it. It's, my, like it? it's my place of, of peace. So you definitely don't hate the rain as much as some of the rest mm. of the people do. Nope. I, it's making everything look great. And awesome. I don't grow kale, but <laughs> imagine <laughs> you've got good kale here. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you can skip growing kale and just buy from yes, these yes. guys because it tastes so good. Really good. Yep. I can't imagine what kale grown, just regular kale, tastes like. Just putting oh. kale in your mouth from the Beware. Garden. Yeah. Beware. <laughs> well, yeah. if you saute it with a little olive oil and then some red pepper flakes and then squeeze a little lemon at the end, it's okay. It's good. Different story. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you add some sour cream and onion to yeah. it. Yeah. No, <laughs> whatever yeah, else. That's a done. chip. Yeah. Yeah it, yeah. it really is incredible. I mean, I'm, I would chew more of it. It's just, we don't have a, like in a radio studio, you have a button that says the cough button. So mm-hmm. it shuts your mic down. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. I was just kind of stepping away from it and chewing. John was looking at me like, I think we're getting some <laughs> feedback in the mic. But when we, uh, when we go off air, I'm going to eat a whole lot of it. Mm. I concur. I concur. Well, thanks. thanks uh, John, you actually wrote me a note. Um, there is a discount for Juice RX to the end of June for Wheelhouse listeners. For Wheelhouse listeners, yeah. I, I, yep. what, what, uh, Wheelhouse 15. Wheelhouse 15, that's right. There you go. Yep. Put in Wheelhouse 15 and you get how much off? 15% off your order. 15% off your order. So go order some Juice RX juices. Order some Chicago kale chips um, in general because I promise you, if you're having... Like Smart Pop is something that I buy, and it's not Smart Pop when I have the whole bag. Right. So it's not smart for me anymore. (laughs) Um, But this is a perfect replacement for people who are just having chips or Smart Pop or anything because, A, it tastes better, and B, it's better for you. Yep. Um, That is going to take up residence in our cabinets Mine too. Yeah, that is good stuff. And how many flavors do you guys have? We've got seven now. We're starting to do – we've got an onion ring now too. We're doing Sweet Vidalia Onions. Uh, and we do the same coating that we've got on our sour cream and onion kale chip. We do that on uh, sweet Vidalia onions, and it's just uh, it's just awesome. Amazing. Oh, it's just awesome. I think, John, what we got to do is we got to order a bunch of the studio because you and I sit in here a lot. Yep. Try a bunch of them, take our favorites, and then order our favorites to our home. But so far, all three have been amazing. I thank you. Absolutely concur. Delicious. Well, thank you both for coming on. Um, that was a lot of fun, and. Uh, Obviously, uh, Kathy, I cannot wait to see what Sarah Circle does with this new building. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, your next building after that comes uh, soon thereafter. And uh, I hope uh, more than anything, this mayor does a good job of trying to help you guys get to your goal of ending homelessness even even faster than before. Thank you. That's our goal. You guys mm-hmm. are doing some incredible stuff, and it's a need that Chicago just is in dire need of. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. And Dean, thanks for coming on. Um, I'm glad I get to meet the man behind some of the juices I've had. And now the Chicago Chale, uh, Kale Chip Company. By the way, that's a tongue twister if you try to say that a bunch of times <laughs> really fast. Um, and I'm excited for you guys to open up your spot in Streeterville. When's the uh, kind of time frame for that? Uh, aiming for July. Okay. You know, but when you, you know, fast. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably end up being like 2021. That's how it always works. But, you know, we're aiming for a couple months from now. So Call Kathy's team because they're doing stuff real fast. Yeah, so, no hey, kidding. How'd you guys open so fast? No kidding. Uh, but, yeah, excited to come and stop by the new location. And uh, maybe when I get back from this triathlon, I'll need another juice diet because although I've been doing a lot of working out, I've been eating whatever I really want just because I've been doing so much cardio. We'll be here for you. Yeah, if mm. I make it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you again for coming on. John, what do we got for next week? Oh, next week. Awesome. Uh, another awesome show. We actually have uh, our neighbors in the building, uh, Maladen and Carolina Stoyanovic. You probably I hope I said that right. Uh, we'll find out next week. Uh, they are the owners, they're a husband and wife team, and they're the owners of the Freeze and Float Spa. So it's cryo, but it's also the the deprivation yeah. uh, flow tanks. They're coming in. I went, I took a tour, and I actually without have, me without you. Oh. You're always too busy. Oh. Uh, I took a tour, and I've got a float scheduled for Tuesday. 
so the day before the show. I've never done it, and I'm really looking forward to it. But they're super nice people, funny uh, and hardworking, and just it's it's really cool. Uh, also, we got a full studio. We're gonna have Jennifer Garrett. She is a published author and a huge football fan. The book that she has out on the market, I have a copy of, I don't have it with me, but it's called Push the Ball Down the Field. And what she does is she uses uh, football strategies and incorporates it into business applications. It's really interesting. And she, brilliant and fun and energetic. So we, we, have, a, we have a great show. For awesome. Next week, yeah. And I'm yeah. getting on a plane that Thursday, so another book I can steal from you to read. Absolutely. Well, I've already got mine. I've learned. Yeah, I I'm going to take mine, your book and yeah. read yours. Um, <laughs> I want to come float on Tuesday. Well, you know. What time are you going? Uh, one o'clock. Oh, I'll be in the office by then. Oh, I'll go before you. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to have to schedule this out. I, I've heard that's a really cool thing to do, and I heard that the health benefits of both are uh, yes. Are very, absolutely very, very strong absolutely. so so excited for that yeah we've got another great show uh thank you to both of you great stories um and really just i don't want to say entertaining because it was some serious stuff but you're really the work you're doing and the way you tell the story and your products i mean we're really lucky to have you two come in give us your time and i appreciate it awesome. we thank appreciate you. it yeah we appreciate thank it you. it's been it's an honor pleasure. thank you great, um great. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you guys next uh, next Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Absolutely. In 3, 2,